Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Persian Perspective Movie Reviews. <laughs> movie Reviews! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the cheap intro I have. Yeah. I'm planning to actually get some porn stars, like pay him on Cameo <laughs> to do the, do the Naughty America version of Persian right. Perspective. <laughs> and yes, use please. the Persian Perspective. Nobody does it better. <laughs> Gosh, okay, yeah, uh, that'll work. Everybody knows that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the welcome back, guys. We're going to do a movie review segment here. Yes. And the chosen movie of today yeah. is the uh, movie by name of Samurai, Samurai Cup. Cup. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a, it was a hell of a ride, that movie. It's an interesting one, I gotta it's, say. Yeah. It's weirdly pleasant. In It's like... It's it's supposed to be sort of like a like a lethal weapon ripoff basically, mm-hmm. but it's it's so much weirder than that. So much weirder than that, and actually designed by an Iranian, yeah. directed by an Iranian, directed by an Iranian. Um, what's his name now? Uh... Amir Shervan. Yes. Directed by Amir Amir Shervan. Yes. He yeah. Was... Originally, Amir Hussein Ghaffari. Yeah, he moved to America, decided to pursue the American dream of uh, making of making one of the weirdest bad films of this world. It's it's one of those classic so bad it's good films. It, the fucked up part about it is that it's it can even be worse than the room. Yeah, because it's actually trying for something. Yes, it is. They were sincerely trying to make. Uh, a body cop movie, action movie a body cop action movie and combine it with a kind of like you know the, samurai the samurai aesthetic that was popular in the, yeah. in the 80s yeah with the, the Japanese was popular with the soundtrack of a, what's it called like the 9 bit Sega yeah exactly uh, synth wave so I wrote this down actually It was this music was done by a dude called Alan uh, Derma Derossian mm-hmm. right and when it starts up, my first thought is, is this Street Fighter 2? Yeah. It sounds like Street Fighter It 2. sounded like a fucking, like I remember putting my Sega in. What the fuck? Why do I insert the coin in this movie? Why do I press start? It was amazing, just like weirdly nostalgic. Also, when you watch it online, it's like, it's got all of these warm hues to it. So it's. And all of the, a lot of the, 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 the vocals yeah. are dubbed over like a Kung Fu movie. The vocals for the Chinese were, the, the, yeah. the Japanese mafia guys, yeah. some of them were dubbed over. Yeah, they were. And it's the voice of the director. Oh my God, really? Yeah, apparently the director himself tried to like put the, he needed to change the lines, but he yeah. couldn't. So he just like dubbed over it and like use electronic yeah. Uh, voice whatever to right. change it up a little bit. So if you hear it, you hear that electronic background, the the, oh. the electronic effects on it, like an eighties yeah. effect on it. Like what the fuck? It is so weird because it's the same kind of effect you get when you hear a kung fu movie being dubbed. Yeah. But it's English on English. Yeah. So you keep waiting for the words to match up with the lips. Yeah. But they don't match up. But it's still the same <laughs> language. Let's start with the story first. Right. What is the story about exactly? I, uh, I, I've lost track. Basically, it's like uh, a gang war between the Yakuza and a bunch of other smaller 
uh, Yakuza factions and with the Chinese mafia as well. Yeah, in in the U.S. of A. Yeah, in what looks like like nineteen eighties California, I think. Yeah. Right. And they need the the police force cannot really handle these two gangs and yeah. this one gang really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, he they need to hire a kung fu martial art master detective. Yeah. Who studied in Japan. Yeah, so And he speaks fluent Japanese. Yes, he speaks fluent Japanese. He spent all this time in Japan. He's and a cop transfer from San Diego. Yeah. He's a... He's a playboy. Yeah. Like a very an expert in martial arts. Yeah. And who... Everybody says he can speak fluent Japanese. He can speak fluent but Japanese. He, when he's supposed to say the names yes. of every character that yeah. has a Japanese name, he fucking mumbles yeah. it. It's like, so, no, yeah, Jing, but... uh, Wun Sing Wu, whatever, yeah, fuck. Yeah, but... And I was like, what? Oh, no. And he like mocks it. Yeah, he mocks it. He's like, he can't even be bothered to pronounce it properly because he's so fed up or something. And he tries to fuck everything that moves. And yeah. And you, and the, he's he's in like all so many there's so many like full frontal nudity sex scenes in this in this in this show. I'm almost shocked that it just suddenly turns into porn all of a sudden. It cuts to a porn scene. Yeah. A, and another good porn scene. Yeah. A horrible porn. Yeah. Like a very bad like almost a super eight shot. Yeah pornography that yeah. your parents took from the like when yeah. they first got their super 8 cameras so i read the making of this movie because mm. the main actor what happened was they were trying to look for him and he had the same name as another actor who died so they all thought that he had already died shit so he would check his imdb page and find out that people found out thought that he was dead and so he was okay with that so he just allowed people to think he was dead. So after he did this movie, he uh, he couldn't he, he didn't really get any other roles. Yeah. Right. So he just sort of disappeared off the face of the planet, and then he ended up in jail for like an armed robbery charge or whatever. For he did weeks. an armed robbery. Yeah, something like that. Shit. That's what I heard. And then he got out of jail, and then he couldn't get any roles, and then people they thought he was dead. So now. He's like, I'm fine with that. It's cool, whatever. Mm. Then his daughter found out that this movie had turned into a cult classic and it's on YouTube. And he, the daughter tells him, like, Dad, you should tell these people that you're still alive. They, they think you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he records himself or something and says, yeah, no, hey, so I'm, he's, I'm okay? I'm, I'm fine, yeah. So he finally gets on YouTube and just makes a video. as like, I'm alive, guys. It's, it's fine. You know? Uh, he was originally Sylvester Stallone's bodyguard. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So you see where like he how he was inspired, and he kind of looks like it does look like him. He does. A, he <laughs> he looks, looks like a stunt double. He looks like he would have been a stunt double. Yeah. He the same basic face shape, yeah. but without like his mouth all sagging from like nerve damage or whatever. Yeah, the eyes kind of look similar. Yeah, too. except it, when he when. In this movie, whenever you see him punch somebody or swing a sword, his eyes are bulging out of his skull. <laughs> like like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall once he goes into Mars. It's a horrible fucking... <laughs> he's horrible. He's, he's so like... Ah! His eyes are popping <laughs> out. Intense. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, the guy who shot this... Yeah. The people, like... 
he had to really tolerate because I'm pretty sure they knew it was shit. Okay, so the story was they didn't. They knew it was shit. The actors knew that, that this the movie was shit. Uh huh. Because the guy who wrote the story and the guy who shot the story was also the director. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And. And, and you could tell he's Iranian yeah. because I was reading the dialogue and yeah. I was like, he translated it from Farsi to yes. English. Yes. And he insisted that the actors follow him at verbatim, which is why you get the famous line, sons of a bitches. Sons of a bitches. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. And the main actor who plays uh, the the character, Joe, he kept trying to tell this dude, uh, Shirpian, that... No, that's not how we say it. It would be sound a lot better. But the dude was like clearly harangued, and he had no funding. Yeah. And that one, and so he's like, no, just do it the way I I tell you to. Just do it and be done with it. And do do it and be done with it. And then I found out that this movie has uh, no outtakes at all, none. So everything that was shot ended up in that movie. Yeah. Even extra because even extra. yeah because after the dude was fin- the main actor finished the scene yeah. you see it when he gets to the fucking police station yeah. there's a scene of him in the police station suddenly and it's in the middle of the sh- middle mid it's like in the middle of the film yeah you see him with a hat and this wig yeah <laughs> the wig this yeah. stupid fucking wig I was yeah. like what happened there turns yeah. out he finished the film went yeah. and shaved his head yeah just cut his hair off he just cut his hair yeah and he was like no dude you have to come and do extra you have you're not finished with your scenes yeah and he they put on a wig on his head with this we with this with yeah, hat yeah, yeah. to hold it fucking dumb so what happened was they had finished principal photography right yeah and they thought okay the film's done uh we don't have to do anything anymore he gets a haircut the main actor, Matt, yeah. Matt, uh, what is it? I can't remember. He, uh, he, because he got to get more roles, so he changes his hair, and then Shervian comes around and says, what have you done? Yeah. It's like, I cut my hair. No, we have to do more reshoots. And like, okay. So the, yanks him out of the house, finds the first wig shot they can get that vaguely resembles his own hair, slaps it on, boom, straight to shooting. It is a thing of glory. Because he, it is Tarzan. Yeah. Like, even in the action scene, he yeah. has it. Like, the dude is supposedly pulling him by his hair. Yeah. And he's like, that is, that's not, no. Nah, yeah, no, no. It doesn't work. Great. It was bad. And the lines that they, like, the thing is, like, it, like I said, like, did they think, I asked the question, like, did they think it's a good movie? No. No, but, well, thanks for clearing that up. Because yeah. I was like, how, what was the... What was the purpose on... Like, how much were they getting paid for this? Uh, I don't think it was very much because it was very clear Sherban didn't have enough money. How much money, money did they need it? How much... Have, mo- or, like, how poor were the actors? I don't know. They would, <laughs> there was no money at all. It's a literally a horrible film. There's this... There, <laughs> there is... <laughs> the lines on it. There was a guy who... The, the, ja- the Japanese mafia... Yeah. Head of the mafia... Right. He comes. He's like, oh, he, he's. What was his name? The the the. Mafia. The name of the main guy. Joe Marshall. That's Joe actual, Marshall. So we just go. I just call him Joe. Yeah. Throughout the movie, the the actor is called Matt Hannon. Yeah, right. Joe Marshall. I he said like thanks for clarifying the name because I didn't even like. 
The you name, couldn't even remember. Right? I couldn't even remember the name. Right. Literally, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. The, the scene that the, his goon tells him that... Yeah. The Joe Marshall, they, they got him from Atlanta. Yeah. He, that's where you get the backstory. Yeah. Basically, the exposition scene yeah. is like, oh, his name is uh, Joe Marshall. He trained in Japan. He's yeah. fluent in Japanese. Japanese. He trained in Japan yeah. on the martial arts. Yeah. And and he, the, the, the Japanese, like the, I don't know if he's Japanese or not, yeah. the, the mafia dude, yeah. he's going he gonna to come after me. He's going to put me in jail yeah. and they're going to put me in a gas chamber yeah. and die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, like, he's breaking down his fate yeah. and he's like, and he says, I want his head. Yeah. I want his head yeah. right yeah. on his piano. <laughs> <laughs> and the goon who I only can say was a bouncer with the, who might have tried pornography at some point. Right. Because his face was like clinched the... The bears, he, he wasn't shaven, but he's, I could tell, like, that dude might have been a porn star or something. Okay, so the 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 main henchman, right. The I ponytail don't express. Ponytail with the giant beard. I'm going to put his head, yeah. I'll bring yeah. you his head, yeah. and I'll place yeah. it on your yeah. piano. Like, <laughs> like he's the very sincere acting from the main henchman. You can yes. tell, like, he's really mean. putting everything he has yeah, in this. Yeah. He's, he's desperate. <laughs> he's so earnest doing this. And I found out later on that this dude is actually he's he's passed away already. Oh, but shit. he's but he's called Robert Zadar. He's actually kind of got a cult following because he also played. Um, oh, he acted after that too. <laughs> he's famous in like B movie circles for playing like the psycho cop, uh, uh, Cordell in like the psycho cop that was like a, a B movie. That was like a B movie, a B horror B movie that yeah. was kind of like. You know, Friday the 13th, but with a psychotic immortal police officer, mm. right? Which I saw as a kid in Japan when I was with my folks. <laughs> All right. And I was like, why the hell are we watching this? Was it I'm the- too, I knew I was too young <laughs> for this. And my parents were like, it's fine. It's fine. And then there was like, that was hey, like. Your, parent, f- your mother a- gave you Karma Sutra as an introduction yeah. to sex. But so then there was like some fine. brief nudity, and my mom had to like slap her hand on my eyes just to like, <laughs> I've seen everything already, mother. There's no point anymore. I'm done. There's no turning back. Like, I think I've killed my libido already. <laughs> Thank you for showing me this. But yeah, that's a movie I saw. Robert Zada played the monster, and he tends to play villains because if you look at him without the, without the, the beard, his face is exactly the same shape as the beard. Shit. Yeah, he's got a condition. He has he, a very interesting, like, I thought he, the implants on his cheeks. No, he's got a, he had a medical condition called cherubism. And cherubism, what it'll do is that it'll make your face sort of like uh, expand, actually. It makes your jawline, like, Grow. almost too big. Yeah, yeah. Is it a exponential, like a constant grow throughout your life, or it just reaches a certain point and stops? It reaches like a certain point and then it stops, but then the effect is really drastic. Let me just show you a picture of him. That's him without the beard. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh fuck! A really huge jaw. He yeah. looks like a fuck. Yeah. That's him without the beard. So you can tell he really kind of needed the beard. Yeah, he really needed the, a beard yeah. to hide the scariness of the set. It cut, ladies and gentlemen, it literally feel, looks like... Because without the beard, he looks normal, right? With the beard, he looks normal. With the beard, he looks normal, yeah. And there, it's I think he hasn't grown as much. Yeah, but without the beard, it's like it's very obvious 
that that's not a beard. That's actually the, his jawline. Yeah, ima- like ladies and gentlemen, just imagine the jawline just extended by a palm of your hand, like just big. Yeah. So he was actually very famous for playing like villains in B movies and whatnot because of that face of his. Yeah, he had this weird face and his weird eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So he's actually quite famous in those particular circles. He plays. Here's the weird thing about Robert Zidane in this movie. Like, it, you kind of feel for this character a little bit <laughs> because you look at him and like, he's so into this role. Yeah. Even if though it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know if they knew that it was ridiculous. I don't know if he knew it was ridiculous because he looked honestly sincere. Yeah, he was genuinely sincere with what, yeah. what he was doing. So, <laughs> and he walks He's, around, he carries that dinky little sword that he uses to, like, execute people when he finds them. Tortures women. Right. Because he's in what they call, he's in what the movie calls the Katana Gang, which is, like, the lamest name for a Yakuza. Uh, there's a point in the film that black dude asks him, yeah. which is the silliest looking black person I've ever met yeah. in my life, really. Yeah, yeah. He even breaks the fourth wall on many occasions. Yeah, he does, because he knows. He's, yeah, like, he, he's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, he just keeps making these weird facial close-ups where yeah. they just like focus on a person's facial expression the, for a brief second. And the face is like literally at the center of yeah. the frame. Yeah. And with and two feet above him and two feet below him. So it's like, it's very weird shot of their facial expression. Yeah. No, no, two feet below him. It's just like from head up, from yeah. neck up exactly. Yeah. And it's like having the whole face and he's breaking the forefall. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes these weird nat- laughs, and there's this one. The scenes sometimes don't make any sense. Like this is one classic scene where <laughs> wait, wait, wait. the black dude asks the samurai <laughs> that Joe Joe Marshall like, yeah. what does a katana mean? You mean In Japanese, Japanese sword? <laughs> Fluent <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Fluent Japanese. It's amazing. Hmm. So early in the story, there's there's this uh, chase, right? So they're chasing down what can only be a Yakuza van. Yeah. Because it's got a spoiler on the top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they're chasing this down, right? And the, there's a helicopter with a lady cop. Her name, this character name is Peggy. Yeah. Right. Peggy the, the blonde cop. The blonde hot cop, yeah. The blonde hot cop. <laughs> blonde. And, Almost bigger, almost to, will be porn star. Yeah. Yeah. Cop, yeah. Couldn't be anything... Like, that sort of, like, face, like, this This is going to be porn. Yeah. Everything feels like a porn setup. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned a very interesting thing. The second you look at her face, it's like, yep, she's a porn star. <laughs> yeah. The kind of face that a porn star has. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a porny look. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Poor lady. This interesting character because there's this one scene where they're out on the stakeout waiting to ambush uh, the mafia boss's uh home yeah and then joe and the black dude frank they yeah. go into the they go into the house and then he turns to this other older cop and then she goes hey preacher yeah let's fuck <laughs> you want to fuck oh get the fuck out of here yeah didn't yeah. make any sense but yeah. it was there and that's yeah. it yeah yeah i just i was just it's just heartwarming to see the lady sexually harass the dude for a <laughs> Uh, the thing is, is that uh, the the director wanted to propose sexual equality as oh. well. So oh. a woman also wanted to. I'm making that up. I'm not sure no. why the fuck. No, no, I honestly sure. think it was a product of his Iranian style. Yeah. 
sexual fantasy. Yeah, just a little bit. Or because like back in those days, pornography wasn't really around. Yeah. And like having sex was still kind of a taboo. On yeah. Like there was sex, but not really as much. Yeah. So his way of like writing dirty talk was yeah. like, oh yeah, <laughs> something or like, oh, you yeah. want, for him it was like, the, the 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 scene in the hospital yeah. where the nurse the Joe hits on the nurse basically yeah. from the get go yeah the nurse the nurse hits on him first yes he says the nurse says do you do you like what you see yeah yeah I like yeah, what I see yeah you wanna touch me yeah, yeah. I wanna touch <laughs> you do you wanna yeah. do you wanna <laughs> he says wanna go out with me yeah. Yeah, I'll like, go out with you. Yeah. Wanna fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll like fuck you. This, I'm looking at this like this is a porn setup. Yeah. Yeah. Show, then it's like, like, well, show me what you got. Yeah. And I was like, I'll show you what I got. Yeah. That's not much. Yeah. <laughs> Are you circumcised? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am circumcised. Really Looks like it took a little bit too much. <laughs> And I'm like, and it goes on. It's like, trust me, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, I want the, whole, I want more. Yeah. And it leaves. And then just leaves. And the whole time, the black dude is watching these two. And he, I don't even call it flirting. I yeah. call it like sexually harass each other. Yeah. And and he's making these weird noises, and he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Like, looks into the camera, yeah. and goes, ooh. He's like just <laughs> nodding his head yeah. with, his, with his Cheshire cat and smile. And he has like, this yeah. very weird smile. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's sweating. <laughs> Can't wait to get the money today and go smoke some crack. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. And this is happening, right, in that scene. Uh, this is after the chase scene. And this dude got caught in a fire after he came out of the van that they were chasing. Yeah. And there's so much screaming, but then on the ground, you can tell it's a stuntman yeah. who's like on fire and then the two cops put the blanket over. But you can tell the stuntman isn't screaming, but they're screaming in the background. Yeah. So it doesn't work at all. Nope. Like, this is this is just bizarre. But then when... But you can still see the face. The face is fine and the fire is nowhere near the face. Yeah. But then when you get to the, the hospital, the dude looks like he's been bandaged with a layer of raspberry jam on his face. Like, yeah. He didn't get yeah. burned. He got smacked in the face by a wrecking The hospital ball. looks like an office room. Yeah. Just a little bit. And the nurse that he was like talking with is like, can he talk? No, his lips are burned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like, what? How? What the hell? Oh my God. Lamest excuse. Oh, his lips are burned. And then he, what, what was it? <laughs> he, the black dude gets caught. Yeah. And he goes, the guy wants to torture the black dude. Yeah. And he mentions it by, or I'll, he grabs the black dude's dick. Yeah. And he says, I'll cut off this black gift. Yeah, I'll cut off this gift. This gift, this, this black, black gift. gift. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> I didn't know Iranians were racist. This <laughs> is <laughs> like, He's like a direct translation yeah. of it. I'm like, right. I'm, I, I can tell what he was trying to write at that moment, yeah. but in like English, it sounds super wrong. Yeah, it like sounds black weird. gift. It sounds vaguely and, supernatural. And, and, the, and Frank is laughing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like <laughs> laughing, like having a time of his life. Yeah, yeah. And, and it immediately cuts to Joe yeah. having a birthday cake yeah. in his shorts. 
Yeah. Happy birthday. birthday. Before fucking. No, yeah. Was it before fucking or after fucking? So uh, this scene comes after Joe meets this this love interest who's like the manager of a restaurant that is owned by the mafia boss, right? Yeah. And he sort of like runs into her on purpose after she goes to church. Right? Yeah. So this is after church. Yeah. And then I got some questioning to do. Is it police questioning? Come, some, come to my house. Yeah. Come to my house. This isn't a police station. Yeah. So this is just my place. And then you own it. I do from month to month. Yeah. Right? And they were next to a beach suddenly. And then they're next to a beach. But then it's a birthday party. He prepares all of this food. And then there's the birthday cake. And then all of a sudden, they're like on the beach. And she's in like a tiny bikini. And he's in a swimsuit. And I'm thinking to myself... Did she have that bikini in her purse this whole time? All the time. Did she go to church with the bikini? That's what the girls do. That's, they what, all, that's what they always hope for, yeah, really. That right. they, after a good ceremony, being jizzed with the holy, holy water <laughs> <Yeah>. to be <laughs> taken to the beach. <laughs> I just try to unpack all of this because... Like, okay, I'm going to church and then afterwards I'm going straight to the beach. I guess it... Could happen, but it's like super weird. Uh, and then that the birthday cake happens. Like, yeah, huh? and with the followed with the worst sex scene ever. And then they get ambushed. Yes, and then they run, sneak out of the house. Right. And then the girl is like totally fine with the whole process. Right. She's like, yeah, I was right there. She comes. She after getting ambushed by a bunch of armed people and a whole bunch of people are shot dead. Yeah. Right. Just after they finish boning, she goes back to the restaurant owned by the mafia boss that is trying to get her killed. I'm pretty sure she knows. And then the first thing she does is walk over to mom and and kiss her on the head and go, "Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Yeah." I was like, like "What? What the hell kind of response is that? You nearly died, woman." What was it? The the. the police commissioner yeah who is like the commissioner who's like against the, what the samurai uh, yeah. cop is doing the, 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 the captain the police the captain, captain yeah he has the worst fucking line ever yeah he says like he has this odd line he says like it feels like a club it feels like a club right up my ass yeah. and it hurts it, it, he doesn't say it like that. he says ah oh, my ass hurts it feels like there's a club right up my ass yeah and it hurts I gotta get it out and then they got to like, and what what was the purpose of this line? I don't know. And I, the shots, the shot on him that stays for like fifteen seconds. Yeah. Until he like he finishes his. Until line. he finishes his entire speech. It's, yeah. It's not. And an extra three seconds when he finishes the speech. Yeah. I'm like huh? I okay. I will say this about the about the captain, right? I feel like his rants are perhaps like the most sincere sincere acting thing I've seen like he's actually acting as a poli- as an enraged police captain yeah he does he yeah. looks believable he gives what he has in, yeah. to that role like oh you motherfucker yeah. he's really putting it in like he's the like he's the most like oh okay this can actually happen in real life sort of character yeah right beardy bad guy is very sincere yeah. But the police commission is perhaps the only realistic thing in this entire movie. Yeah. Because everything else makes no sense at all. Yeah. It's bad. It's no, I love it. It's terrible. It's I terrible love it because it's terrible. It, it's like what are you trying to achieve? And the thing is like the balls you need to have to yeah. put that shit out. 
I know it's it's incredible. I will kill myself if I before I pull anything like that out. No, like, what the hell is this shit? So it never went to theaters. No, it went to VHS. It went straight to VHS, and it was it circulating. Was, it was circulating amongst these people. Like in the early thing, there's the the car chase makes no sense. The cars no. are going left and right. Then they get to then they see the van turn into a marina. Yeah. Said, Be careful! They're going. They're heading for the boat, and then it said, and then uh, which boat? And then. There's a shot of the entire fucking marina, and there's like a million boats there. <laughs> Which boat? Go into the boat. There's a boat. It's like, don't worry about it. Just wait for the car to follow them. And sure enough, they get to the thing. Yeah. And then they do the whole gunfight, and people get shot. Whatever. It's all like clearly the guns bad. aren't even real. I and then the one of the best lines of the of the, of the movie. Is uh they're surveilling the van and it's like it's like uh what it's it's uh you gotta how you gotta keep this up Peggy says to Joe from the helicopter <laughs> yeah yeah oh it's like... up and it's up and ready you just keep it warm and then she goes it's warm and ready and like and he does that stupid little like finger gun thing with the pouty lips <laughs> i know the line yeah he just and he winks and he winks. He just how do you speak to the helicopter <laughs> yeah, from that, the nice very nice <laughs> and the movie is shot like every segment is shot in a different time of the day yeah so like the shot of him in the car is shot like during noon. Yeah. And it's almost like the shot that is of the van is shot in the afternoon that right. you can see the light is dimmer. Yeah. It's just like bad. You can yeah. tell like it's overexposed at one point. It's underexposed. It's just weird shit. Yeah. And he can't afford to do like night shoots. Of course. Yeah. So it's like fuck that. And then the end fight. Like yes. the way it's like... There is a segment that the, in a hospital, he uses the same hallway yes. for two separate shots. That's right. And the, at the end of the film, where there's yeah. a katana battle, when he finally yeah. gets his sword yeah. by killing a weird Japanese man who has a katana out of nowhere. Yeah, no, that, it's, it's so <laughs> weird. I was just thinking about, like, he gets to the final showdown. Yeah. And then, and then... A dude who looks like young Ken Jong wearing a striped shirt tucked into his pants. Yeah. Pants. Walks out with a katana, starts waving around. And Frank shoots him. And then, yeah, Frank first says, Joe, watch out. Yeah. And then Joe's like, I got it. And he goes to fist fight this dude with yeah. a sword. And then Joe whips out his gun and just shoots the dude. Right. Yeah. Before Joe can fight him. And I think to myself, I think Frank's the only smart character here. Pretty much. Like at first, I thought it was really obvious and dumb to warn Joe to watch out for a dude with a sword who's like a thousand miles away. Yeah. But then I realized Joe's kind of an idiot. Yeah, Joe's an idiot. He's and, and Frank was looking after him. Yeah. And so like, fuck it, just shoot him. <laughs> yeah. And he picks up the sword. Yeah. And fights the bad guy. Yeah. And if you see, they're both. Do that take with their sword. They yeah. haven't choreographed shit. No, nothing. N they don't know how to handle a sword. No, at all. They're both choreographed against the same mountain. Yes. Same shot of the mountain. That's so right. it's like first Frank does the shot, yeah. then he moves out, and then the but the whatever the fuck the bad guy comes in and yeah. he does the shot. They do this weird thing with the sword. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're just swinging it around really amateur like. 
And it's just him, a shot of them, a shot of the other dude, a shot of Joe, a shot of Beardy dude. Yeah. And then they come together. And they wait for each other to do the block before they do the move. Yeah. And then it's and then they lose the swords anyway, and it evolves into a weird brawl. And then he gets defeated. Defeats he gets the defeated. dude that chokes him, whatever the fuck he does with him. He's yeah, name? it's this weird like grapple where he cranks his neck and you think, Oh, it's a neck breaking. Neck breaking, yeah. But it doesn't kill him. No. It and just, then he kills himself because of honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he performs Hari Kitty. Yeah. Because of no, honor. Yeah. He wa- he's a samurai. He yeah. wants to die with He's honor. a samurai as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, motherfucker, what are you doing? This is some... Oh, my God. It and feels... Tommy yeah. Wiseau bought the rights to that film, I think. Yeah. And they made Samurai, samurai Cup 2 yeah. with the original cast. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've heard about it. I saw the trailer. Really? I was like, oh. And he's back. All of them are back. Yeah, all of them are back. But, like, it's Tommy Wiseau from The Room. So, there's yeah. a bit more money also in it. Yes. So, there's, like, smoke and production value. And oh, shit. Okay. Oh, man. It's bad. I have to see the second one. I haven't seen the second one yet. I did know that uh, they were funded on Kickstarter, right? Shit. Yeah. So, they got enough money on, like, crowdfunding to make this thing happen. So God, bless pretty, God bless God bless God bless. It's such a, it's such an insane piece of cinema. Like, I I read that uh, Matt Hannon said that the sex scenes in the movie were so awkward because the director was actually whispering in his ear on how to do them from like just off screen. So as he's trying to get it on with these women, the director is just like directing him as he's trying to bang. Yeah, put it in her ass. Put it in her ass. Yeah. <laughs> put it in her ass. <laughs> There's no actual penetration in the fucking film. No, shut no, up. You do it. No. You, do, you do exactly yeah, what, what I say. say. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her. Yeah, figure her in the nostril. I honestly thought like he's really getting off on the sex scene. Yeah. Itself, like that—that's his live porno yeah. right there. Right. He can get them to do whatever he likes. Exactly. And the way it's an awkwardly shot sex scene, like you spend more time watching it, I guess, than actually spending time shooting it. Yeah, just a little bit because it's like it must have been one take, and that was the take. Yeah, and whatever that's done, I guess, (laughs) it's so weird. It's like, like. Are we going to do another day? No, I'm good. I already creamed in my pants. <laughs> I'm done. I'm dry humping this bitch yeah. for 20 minutes yeah. now, dude. Yeah. Give me a break. The whole time they're doing the sex scene take, you can just hear him gently you flapping just, in the corner. Yeah, just, you just say... He spent half of the budget on a fake arm, so it looks like he's holding a camera. (laughs) (laughs) He's just just jerking off. Oh my god, it's so weird. It's bad. So and and I feel bad for the girls. I'm like, she's like she's gorgeous, but like she's like I'm sure like she's trying to like make it in Hollywood, but somehow she's like a C or. Fucking E-rated actor trying yeah. to find a role. The blonde Peggy, her real name is Melissa Moore. And uh, don't try and Google her because all you will get is the porn star Melissa Moore. Yeah. So I guess the porn star named herself after this actress, which is... I guess, oh, I thought you meant like she was an actual porn star. No, no, she was not. But she she has that look, right? Yeah. Of an 80s Definitely, porn star. Yeah. 
Right. She's very, very beautiful. But it's also like you're kind of wasting her on this. You, just a you kind bit. of feel like, yeah, this right. like she like the fact that she felt enough to, to get I'll, I'll join this project. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll show my tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, you know, yeah, I'll be the side chick to this like Weird, Stallone knockoff. Stallone yeah. Rambo yeah. hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Stallone Rambo Mel Gibson hybrid. Yeah. And it's, it feels bad. Yeah. Every girl in that film, and like, what happened to their career? What would they Not do? Great. I tried to find out the character, the actor who played Jennifer, the restaurant chick. Yeah. Uh, her IMDb page is just this movie. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's That's not. not it's not great, and I. It's a big old waste because you could have. You know, she could have been using. She a whole could have bunch been something. <laughs> she could have been a contender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Frank? Frank... I think he had a few other movies. He looks familiar, but I can't place him. He's always a black guy who gets killed in a scary film. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, know. I never saw him anywhere else. So just, just that I saw him, the, the only time I saw him after that was yeah. Samurai Cop 2. <laughs> it's, it's really sick. And then there was... I don't know. You know what really is, what's really strange about this movie, I feel? What? As bad as it is, all I kept seeing was ways it could get better. You know True. What I mean? Like there's a there's a skeleton there for a movie that's halfway competent. It could have been an amazing eighties style samurai hybrid right. film, like the like the name Samurai Cop. When yeah. I heard the name, yeah, I expected like I in my head immediately I had I didn't even know when it was from. I yeah. just knew it had to be eighties. Yeah, retro. Right. Synth wave. Yeah. Night colors and shit. Right. A possible samurai sword. Somebody's yeah. head gonna get cut off. Right. Kind of like uh, um, Dolph Lundgren had this movie called like Big Trouble in Little Tokyo. Yeah. And I expected that it was all about this kind of a Japanese right. mob and everything, but it was very fucking cool. Yeah. The I think Shang Tsung's character from Mortal yeah, Kombat. That's right. Yeah. One the movie played in it yes right as well he gets impaled at the end of the film right it, again actually funny enough if, well Mortal Kombat counts as again but in that movie Dolph Lundgren also kicks him into a fucking firecracker thing yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's really yeah. I remember seeing that film as a kid what which one the, this one the the Big Trouble in Little Tokyo right. I shouldn't have seen it because there was this beautiful blonde that Shang Tsung is like was supposed to bang her yeah and she's like Bending over, and he pulls out a samurai sword and cuts her head off. It traumatized me. <laughs> oh my god, it's so weird. It's like decapitates her. I was like, "Holy shit!" I like I watched, and I used to remember watching it again, hoping she would survive somehow. No, nope, no. It's nope. just it's like I was like, "Oh man, she's gorgeous, and now she's dead." Yeah, but it's not, it, yeah, it's not great. Um, so yeah, there is something to work with there. There is, there is. There was that one movie with like. Martin Sheen and I can't remember, but it was like set in Japan. There's a cop movie that was set in Japan, but I can't remember. With Martin Sheen. I can't remember. It was like a, it was an American movie, uh, American cop movie that was set in Japan. No, I haven't seen that, no. uh, And it involved basically sort of like... I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. It was, I think it was Black Rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't 
Mike, Martin Sheen was Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. That's right. That <laughs> Michael was an Douglas. Movie. <laughs> the man, <laughs> one of the Norm Macdonald, bless his heart. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Douglas, he's just talking about that and he says, you know, Michael Douglas has pussy cancer in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh. I mean, yeah, yeah. no, that's what he said. He was though. saying that to Gilbert Godfrey, right? And yeah. Gilbert Godfrey, without missing a beat, says, "I think, I think, cancer is a small price to pay to eat, to eat Catherine Zeta Jones' pussy." He's, he's not wrong. He's, <laughs> he's not said, wrong. I'll suck her tits for lupus. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh Gilbert! Oh, oh man, <laughs> gotta love Iago. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. This the samurai cup is like weird ass fucking you know, shit. It's like yeah. the, the, Speaking of like sex scene, it's like it's like why would he do that? Do it like that? Then I'm pretty sure he kept it for himself. Yeah, and he doesn't have any other movies. This was his last one. He had After previous. One, uh, he had a bunch of previous movies. I'm not sure about, but. This was his last one, and after that, like five years later, he passed away or something like mm, that. He was an old dude. He was. By this time, he was actually quite old. Yeah. So this was his swan song, like this mm. greatest movie. Yeah, I feel bad. I really feel bad for movies like this that are like... that. The fact that they tried, it's what yeah. gets me. Yeah. The room, I can never feel any sympathy for because... Because it's corny on purpose almost, right? It seems on purpose until yeah. you read about it and you watch the movie and you're like, oh, no, no, it was... Just it was dead serious yeah, for him. Yeah. But still, like you watch it, you're like I can't. This can't be real, really. Yeah, this, no, hell the, no. Of course not. This is a fucking. When <laughs> <laughs> he's like coming out of, I did not hit her. Is not true. true. I, I did not. not hit her. I did not. not. Oh hi, hi Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like his grandiose moment of yeah. acting, where he says, "You are tearing apart, Lisa." And he's, he took it from James Dean. Yeah. For his famous scene that James Dean played. That's right. God, tearing me apart. Like, he took that. Yeah. It's <laughs> bad. I, it's, oh and that God. sheer confidence that that man has yeah. really sells it. It does. But it's, I can't believe that Amir had the same confidence as Tommy Wiseau. No. I'm pretty sure he looked at that film and like he really hit his head to the wall and was like, what the fuck am I making here? It is. It really does feel like he had no funding at all and he just wanted to make an American-style action movie that he had seen before. And it didn't matter how how badly he was limited. He just wanted to make one. He just wanted to... I, yeah. Yeah. The fact that he made he finished it bothers me. It's like yeah, it's that's super weird. But it's also this thing of where it's really telling that the, all the scenes are one take. There yeah. are no outtakes. There was no improvisation allowed. How long did it take for it to film? Oh my god, it was just like a um, a few months basically. Shit. Yeah. I was hoping for like twenty days. So I would feel less bad. I don't. Get- it looks like it could have been done in 20 days, right? Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's bad. It's uh, fucking bad. There's something about it, though. Um, like, I know it's it's generally a bad movie, but there's just so many little bits of it that I look at and I go, for some reason, maybe it's the color palette, maybe it's all of these, like, soft colors from, like, you get from, like, 80s film grain and all of it, and that, like, it's 
like California feels kind of picturesque at times. Yeah. It's kind of relaxing to watch. I don't know what it is. Mm. It's really relaxing to watch. Hmm. I get what you mean. But the thing for me is that my take is... Mm. I don't know if Amir went to America and that was the first thing he did. Mm. I don't know when he went to America, what point of his life he did. I'm pretty sure this was post-revolution as well. Yeah, he had to leave Iran during the revolution. So, part of me just feels yeah it was kind of like trying to find a footing to be accepted by america mm, likely likely because like there's moments in the film that like the guy talks about like he tried to present the ideals of america it is a country of free speech yes and legal business as long right. as you're legitimate yes. you can make it here yes there's this weird like di- monologues of propaganda like mm. not propaganda it's just a basic like what's america is like everybody like yeah, propaganda is the right word i mm-hmm, suppose mm-hmm. but for what america is everybody spews about america right and he would say insert that into the film and i kind of felt like he's trying uh, part of me felt because i'm iranian as well mm-hmm trying to be accepted by others in America. I trying... feel so. I think that there could be it about how if you make, even if you make one crappy movie, yeah. if you can show people that that you can make like an American movie, even if yeah. you're a foreigner, they'll trust you with more. Yeah, like I can make an American film that yeah. is nice and I can show the ideals of here. I mm. know it better than you guys mm. do, but though I'm a foreigner, yeah. I appreciate it a lot more. It really felt like that for me. Mm. Once I realized he was Iranian, I was like, it could really be that. Because as a foreigner, I'll try to, like, because somebody's trying to immigrate and mm. try somebody trying to find a footing in life. Yeah. And, like, I felt like that's what he was striving to do because I would try to do that. Yeah. I would try to say like, hey, I'm, I'm, I fit in here. Yeah. I'm okay with your ideals and I represent them as well. Sure. Yeah. And it, and it, we're going to be sympathetic about Amir Shervan. I think it's also important to ask the question, is it, is it not is it um is it is it not fair to think about why I made sure I made a movie like this right mm. a lot of the scenes that we're looking at are basically like the cliched stereotypes that we see in um, American movies that we consider more legitimate right yeah like lethal lethal weapon, weapon is a prime example and any Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah a movie every every Sylvester Stallone movie right? yeah. Apart from production quality, how is any of how are any of these other movies not any less corny or not any mm-hmm. less like you know yeah. bad in the sense? Because what does it say about America that this is how an immigrant sees you? Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Yeah. You you nailed it right now. Is yeah. like yeah. What does it say? Because this is how he sees it, and he tries to showcase it. Yeah. So literally tries to right. Shake it. So is the movie bad, or is, or are you just giving off a bad impression? Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, we're getting deep here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm. Because here's the thing. I look at this movie, and I know it's bad from like a cla- from a technical sense. Yeah. And from a from a classic, and that a lot of things don't make any sense because they link up. Yeah. But 
I'm sure Amir Shaman wasn't an idiot. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, maybe he thought that all the things that we find deficient mm-hmm. in this movie were things that he thought that more legitimate quote-unquote movies did also mm-hmm. wasn't important. Yeah. Like the continuity or the logic yeah. or the... Or the fuck even, continuity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just skip to the sex scenes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, that... The thing that threw off the like the fun part of the movie is uh, spoiler alert when they so they gotta find where Joe is before they can ambush him at his house. So yeah. they go from friend to friend to friend of Joe's to find out where he lives. The last one of those is where they try and cut Frank's dick yeah. off, right? Yeah. But then before that, it was they got to preachers uh, the 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 man that Peggy harassed basically. Yeah. The old cop. And they ambush him and his wife, and for some odd reason, they feel the need to flash her tits as well. I don't understand. <laughs> it's like an obligation. If you've got two X chromosomes, that you're showing tits in this story. The, that also, I think, it comes from an Iranian perspective as yeah, well. Yeah. You see, there's a movie came out. Yeah. That, that it's because you don't have the option of showing it. That when yeah. you have it, you really want to show it. That's right. Time. Yeah. Uh, there was a movie came out, good movie called yeah. uh, Rhino Season. Right. It's an Iranian movie, won a Cannes Film Award. Yeah. Monica Bellucci was in it. Oh wow! Okay. With, with um, I that that was the only foreign. Behrouz Wasuri was a prominent Iranian actor mm, who yes. left, uh, like he was a king of Iranian acting, for mm. example, but uh, who was it was a foreign film. Mm. But it was about, about Iran and the re- revolution and all That's that. That's right. Monica Bellucci shows her tits in that film. Yeah, sure. She's an Iranian woman. She speaks Farsi and uh, she wants to go and see her husband. Right. Uh, in the jail and apparently they want to have sex. So mm-hmm. they're kind of asking the jail. I think that I don't remember the, that part of it, but I know they were supposed to be sexual. They were, mm. they were going to accommodate for them to meet and have sexual encounter right. in the a prison. Con- a conjugal visit. Yeah. Yeah. A con- yeah. That's right. what it's called. Yeah. Um, so she has her hijab and she takes off her hijab. Yeah. So you see her fully nude. We see her breast. Right. It bothered me and it bothered my brother a little yeah. bit. Uh, it wasn't an erotic scene by yeah. any means, yeah. but it wasn't a useful moment either. Like right. had I just seen her bare back, yeah, I would have felt a, felt the scene a lot more. Right. Does that make sense? I would have might have felt the gravity of the moment right just see her like from not her, even her ass just her like shoulder up that's right to f- see her like taking off something and then right. doing something else because it felt so out of place because it felt as the director was Iranian yeah it felt to me that because he had the option to show tits he showed tits right didn't serve anything else didn't serve anything else zero so it uh, kind of made us go like, Ugh. yeah, it was sort of like you know, it was more like just, it, I'm in a Western there. country. I can show tits. Yeah, I want to do that. I want right. to take utilize that. So I want to show Monica Bellucci's tits. Right. Granted, amazing tits. Right. Everybody wants to see those. But the, the context is just but, not super. But I like to see it in the context. Yeah. And I don't want to see it just because you felt like because you did it because you could. That's right. And that was the same about. 
the samurai cup where he's having these like sex scenes yeah this abundance of sex scenes yeah so many so so many and so long yeah that it felt like it felt like a kid in a candy store that was like okay yeah. go to town it's like yeah i want to have a lot of tits everywhere yeah. and a lot of fucking and he put all that in the film right uh so yeah yeah it really looking at it from that kind of a perspective of a Someone who was like more in, in the more of a conservative system now yeah. is like given a lot of stuff. Yeah, he does it now. In Samurai Cup, it's a fucked up film. You can do whatever the hell yeah, you like. Yeah, sure. Though, still, even as a fucked up B film, yeah. not even a B film really, no. it feels weird. There's just so much raunchy sex scenes yeah. in it, and badly done raunchy sex scenes. Yeah. While in Rhino season, you look at it, you go like. I I see through what you're doing. Yeah. I get it. It's like you get this amazing actress to play in your film. Yeah. And it, I can't blame him. Like if I get Monica Bellucci on the podcast right now, we're talking here, I will feel like I'm the king of the world. Of course, yeah. Because I didn't have it, and I'm yeah. the Iranian who got Monica Bellucci. Yeah. So I felt that he felt that he's the Iranian who got Monica Bellucci on the film. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to show the tits because I'm the director and this movie is going to be amazing. And it was an amazing film. Of course. But that scene was like bad taste in my yeah. mouth because as a man or as a part, partly because every like we have, our, we don't want to be seen. A, we have women seen as decent people outside yeah. Iranians, especially when you're under so much scrutiny. All the yeah, time. that's right. You kind of go like, uh. Don't do that, dude. Yeah, like, I know what you're doing. I get yeah. it. Like, others might not. Yeah. Others will be like, oh, you just showed tits. Yeah. And I know, like, you showed tits because you're the Iranian who got Monica Bellucci and yeah. showed tits. Yeah, it's a little bit tasteless at that point. Yeah, it's like, you're not, that's not the art moment. Yeah. And then, and then there's this whole altercation between the two, and then Preacher just rolls on everybody, mm-hmm. right? He just asks the other cops, the Peggy, Frank, the black one, the... The lady cop, they'll probably know it. So he rats out his friends immediately. Immediately. Doesn't even stand. <laughs> so it's like, you know what, PJ? You, you can go straight to hell. I don't, yeah. you know, get get some pork blood bullets in you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just go and die. And um, they go to Peggy's place and, okay, so they break into her house. Yeah. By, by simply uh, unlatching the windows and sliding it open. Yeah. So this is a cop in an active murder and drug investigation. Yeah. And uh, her security in their house is really lax. Yeah. Like, they just broke in, no problems. And then Beardy Dude basically tortures her by pouring boiling fry oil on, I don't know, some part of the body you can't see, but you can see her screaming and wailing and telling her to fuck off. And here I'm thinking to myself... This woman is getting like third degree burns on her, right? Probably. Yeah. It's not great. There's no special effects. There. No. It's, I'm like, I saw the scene in Watchmen where 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 uh, Rorschach, Rorschach pours boiling oil on the dude's face. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's like a horrifying scene yeah. to me. I still get I still won't walk near a stall with like a walk full of boiling oil because I've seen that scene. <laughs> So like, oh god, no, 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 no! I'm staying the fuck away from Chakoi Tia. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just any. Funny enough, your phobias are also food related. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much fear I have to conquer just to eat rice? 
I've yeah. seen what a combined harvester fun, can do to people. Fun fact, that scene had also scarred me as well. I walked by like and then there's like a deep frying yeah. something like eh. yeah. Like especially if the 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 pan has a handle, yeah. like a long hand, one sided handle. Yeah. I'm like if I just some if somebody just by accident touch the one sided yeah. flips it up, yeah. lifts us up, like, well fuck you're fucked. Yeah, I I don't like it. I I don't. I don't enjoy deep frying. <laughs> right. So I see that and I'm like, that's horrifying. And she's probably got third degree burns at this point. She's seriously, seriously, seriously injured. Towards the end of the movie, nobody's checking up on her. Nope. Nobody knows what the fuck, fuck happened to her. Fuck that bitch. She's damaged right. goods. It is. She's damaged goods. <laughs> right. And then they go, they go, they both go to the office, Frank and Joe, after they both get high, uh, get ambushed. Peggy's nowhere to be seen. The captain doesn't mention her at all, being in the hospital or whatever. Just left her for dead. And then the ca- captain says, I want you to find these people. I want to kill them. And then we're kissing our cap- badges goodbye. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you just whined about losing your pension and now you're ready to quit. Yeah. Like, what what logic is this, old man? Seriously, be consistent. You know when Frank kisses his forehead? Mm. <laughs> he kisses yeah. the captain's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck kind of bullshit yeah. and then and then they go out in the shootout and immediately after they kill after after a beardy villain dude gets off at the end of the fight scene immediately back to the beach immediately cut back to the beach in a bikini yeah like, let's fuck baby yeah with the yeah. same bikinis and the same the tiny dude speedo. literally looks like a porn star yeah <laughs> but my but it's like it's what basically happened that I think that was B-roll from the earlier beach scene. Yeah. And you just reuse the, the same scene. Yeah. That's right. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. Happy birthday. birthday. Oh. oh. That's a horrible film. But hey, if you had a Friday night and yeah. you were drunk, you might want to fucking watch yeah. that shit. Get or like get like twenty friends who really like shitty movies. I think you need to be high for this one. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of inebriation. Get a few hits of bong. <laughs> yeah. Get to it. Drink entirely too many beers. Yeah. Yeah. Drink vegetable oil. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, yeah. a special vegetable oil. Get some oil. THC. Get some THC yeah. and and some heroin if you guys yeah. get around. Fuck it. Just free base mo- oxy. <laughs> Why don't you? Well, yeah. Pretty much. And yeah. Just, Enjoy the film, I guess. Yeah. That's all I can say about this yeah. monstrosity. It is It is a glorious... Which happens to be an Iranian monstrosity. <laughs> it is the Persian perspective. It is. <laughs> it's literally it's a Persian literally, perspective. It literally is a Persian perspective on American action flicks, yeah. 80s B-roll action flicks. Yeah, yeah. It is a, it's, it's a glorious mess. Yeah. It is a glorious, awful mess. I love it so much. Yeah. I'll wrap it up. Titties. Titties. <laughs> Entirely unnecessary titties. Yeah. There's never unnecessary titties. I mean, well, Monica Bellucci in the yeah, scene yeah, is unnecessary is, titties. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah but great. if I'm on a set, I'll take it. I mean, oh. oh God bless that woman. Whisp- whispering. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell. God bless that woman. God, God bless you. I miss her. Yeah. Wherever you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take care, yes. everybody. Enjoy yeah. your whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode of yes. Persian Perspective, Perspective Movie Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, fuckers. Bye bye. <laughs>